Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Pet Psychic Radio Show on blogtalkradio.com, starring the world-renowned pet psychic, Laura Stinchfield. Hi, everyone. I'm Laura Stinchfield, the pet psychic. I can hear animals telepathically, animals who are living now as well as those who have crossed over. I dedicate my life to teaching humans and animals how to understand each other better. Log on to thepetpsychic.com for more about Laura the Pet Psychic, tips on animal communication and animal behavior. You're listening to the Pet Psychic Radio Show on blogtalkradio.com. Call in at 917-889-2693. That's 917-889-2693. Chat room is now open for chatting. I'm your producer and co-host, Aiku Sahara. We have Kendra and Diana on the phones. And just wanted to let you all know about a very special videotaping on March 11th if you're in the Ventura, California area. Um, and if you have a dog with terminal illness, illness or are having trouble knowing when is the right time to let them go, please contact us at PetPsychicRadio at gmail.com. That's PetPsychicRadio at gmail.com to be a part of our show and find out what your dog has to say. Yeah. So sorry, everybody, about last week. See, Maura, um, my parrot, um, wasn't feeling very well. And... Um, you know, parrots sort of hide, they, they sort of mask their illness until it's really bad. And so the night before, I was, like, texting her picture and asking all my bird friends. And they were like, get her in right away. It's emergency. And so um, I had to take her to the vet. And is she and okay? Yeah, she's doing great now. She's doing really, really, really wonderful. I learned not to feed parrots dehydrated chicken. <laughs> Or dehydrated foods, because what happens is that there there's like this um, this this crap that holds all their the food before it digests, and it will it if you give them dehydrated food, it will absorb all the water in there, and sometimes that will get clogged. So that's what happened to poor Seymora. Dehydrated chicken, that's like cannibalism almost. Well, you know that's what it. <laughs> Some people were saying to me, like, oh, my gosh, you know. But no, because bird, no, they I eat know. other birds in the wild. No, I know. <laughs> and they eat, like, you know what she told me to do, too? She was like, the vet told me to feed her a whole chicken leg quarter or, like, a whole chicken thigh. Wow. And I, and I was like, raw? She's like, no, cooked. And I was like, even cooked bones? She's like, yes. I haven't done it yet. But the other thing that was wrong with Seymour is that she has been laying eggs and she um, she was like molting, so she looked really bad. And and I learned that parrots usually have two eggs in their nest. Mm-hmm. And um, so she told me to hard boil her eggs and put them in the in her cage with her, so that she is tricked into thinking that she doesn't need to lay any more eggs. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, totally. I know, I learned so much, so much, and I shouldn't really even feed her peanut butter because peanut butter has a bacteria in it. She can eat almond butter. 
I don't know anything what birds or what parrots are supposed to eat, so I have no idea. That's really yeah, interesting. I mean, it's really it is interesting because the actual parrot food sometimes that I'm buying, I'm like, are you serious? Like I wouldn't even eat this. It's like all these like wheat and like pastas and like I'm like that can't be good for us. I'm not eating pasta in the wild. Yeah, right. The more natural, the better, I would think. Yeah, so I was thinking, oh, good, I'll just feed her this dehydrated chicken. Yeah. You're wrong. <laughs> it doesn't oh. say anywhere. Of course, I Google before I feed her anything, you know. It doesn't say don't feed her dehydrated foods on the Internet. Right. Oh, I also want to apologize to our listeners for the dark content that I had to play while we had these, this emergency with Seymour, because the only thing I had up, um, and my audio clips in my um, studio here on Blog Talk Radio was our show from Halloween, which was the old Griffiths Park Zoo. So it was like Valentine's Day. And I was playing all this like dark content about dead, you know, big cats and all this stuff. So sorry Aww. about that. <laughs> but uh, we hope you had a great Valentine's Day. And um, I'm so Me glad Seymour is great. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Okay. Let's take some calls. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so let's see. We have a first, our first caller is uh, calling about an update regarding her um, pit, pit mix um, styles who died three weeks ago at eight years old. Black and brown brindle with white tuxedo mark. I don't know if you've seen um, seen the picture but um, it's on, he's on the um, Facebook. So if you're on our um, Facebook page, the Pet Psychic Radio Facebook page, you can see the picture of Styles. So let's find out um, what Styles had to say. Hello, Sarah. Hi. Hi, Sarah. Yeah, Hi, guys. Tell us about uh, Styles. Okay. Um, well, it, it, first of all, I want to thank you, Laura, for, um, for walking us through what was, the last, I guess, month of his life. And um, he had fallen off the bed, and I had called about that. And um, and because of that, we took him to the chiropractor and to the acupuncturist, which mm-hmm. I know brought him a lot of relief physically for the last part. And um, the only thing that, and I mean, he had several visits with both. We're trying not to over-treat him, but we're trying to get to the bottom of it at the same time. But um, I... I'm just like budding. I'm just starting with animal communication. And um, I kept feeling him like dizzy and pulling to the right and uh, like in his head dizzy and kind of his body wanted to pull to the right. And he started exhibiting that and we thought maybe inner ear. And um, uh, eventually it was, he had, I want to say like an episode, like he just got in a strange position and stayed there. And um, I put my hands on his back and just, I guess, ran energy and just talked to him. And he was able to lay down. And then within hours, he just passed. Oh, my gosh. And it was really, really, you know, it looked really peaceful and felt really peaceful. But um, I'm wondering, like, what happened? Do they do they not know? What did the vet think about what happened? The vet supposes it was like um, something in the brain, like maybe a tumor or an aneurysm or something like this. But um, one one other part, which has kind of got me torn up right now, is uh, about a week before I was going, you know, I shouldn't do animal communication and I don't know what's going on with my dog and, you know, that kind of thing. And um, 
I know my neighbor has heard animals before, so I asked her to come over and see if he could talk to her, and he did, and um, later she told me that he made her promise not to tell me that he was going to pass away because he thought that I felt everything empathically so strongly that I would die too. Oh. And, um... So sad. Oh, no. Um, well, I think your neighbor should have told you that so you could have addressed that with Giles. Yeah, it's it's hard. Um, I mean, she's not a professional. She didn't know. Yeah, you know, yeah she didn't want to scare you. And what if she was wrong? And, um, um, okay, well, let's get Giles and see. Sometimes when they pass away, they know how they died. But other times they don't. You know, they just know, like, the feeling. Like, a lot, there's a lot of misconceptions is that once we die, we're all knowing. It's not always true. Right. So, <laughs> right. Giles may know why he died, but he may not. But we can ask him, and we can ask him if there's anything else that you want, that he wants to say to you. Okay. Yeah. Let me get him. So cute. He was just a puppy. He was only eight months old, right? No, no, eight years. Oh, he's eight years. God, in this picture, he looks like a puppy. I know. It was like that picture is like maybe three years ago. Oh, it's so cute. Okay. Okay, let me get him. Yeah. I wanna tell my mom I'm okay. Mom, I wasn't feeling well. But I was so grateful that you were there with me and that I didn't suffer. He said that his vision kept going in and out, too. And I think it was in my brain. Okay. But something in my brain stopped my heart. Because I had a pain in my heart right before I died. Oh. But I'm okay now. And there's a woman here who walks really softly on her feet. And she put down a nice blanket for me. And we hang out together. Do you know who that would be? Do you have a relative that might have been a dancer or something? No. Um, Or friend? I had a friend who passed a few years ago. We weren't that close in life. We had an interesting soul connection, but... um, when she passed, she kept coming around me, and I could feel like she had something, you know, in the future, like she would have her hand in some of what I was doing. Oh, wow. Was she very soft on her feet? Yeah, she was really slight, like a petite blonde girl. Oh. Mom, I want to tell you something else. You can hear animals, and I don't want you to give up. Oh. I felt like you heard me. And sometimes I question things, and that made you question. Yeah. Oh but it's God. not like you were doing it right. And not like you weren't doing it right. Oh, my you God. You were doing it right. Oh, my God. And, Mom, I'll help you from here. I'll help you. Oh, my gosh. And I'm happy. Oh, so sweet. Amazing, Laura, because I did. I always had that questioning feeling. And I 
I didn't know it was coming from him, the little bugger. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, that's where she... And, you know, and I was like. Yeah, I think that questioning feeling is normal, too, especially when you're first starting out, because you kind of have to question in order to figure out, like, is that coming from me? Is that coming from the animal? Is that coming from somewhere else? Where is that coming from? So that's important to question. Yeah. You know, I know he's sort of talking about a different type of questioning, but. Okay. Just believe in yourself, Mom. Believe in yourself. And it's like oh. that old that thing, too, is like you have to make mistakes in order to learn. So it's like sometimes if you get it wrong, like like what's something that sometimes I'll do? Oh, like sometimes an animal will tell me something that they have, and I mm-hmm. might pick it up as something that they want. Because something they're excited about and something they want really badly, sometimes that energy feels the same to me. So it's just, like, it's just, you just have to kind of keep at it and, you know, keep asking questions to figure out that subtle feeling of what's what. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Thank you so much, Laura. And we will be calling you for a full session because I'm sure there's loads of stuff in there. But I just oh. wanted like one little anecdote that was really amazing. I was um, like three days or so after he had passed, I was in the shower and I saw his doggy shampoo and I just, you know, had one of those moments. And um, I looked down and I swear the bottom of my shower was filled with his hair. Oh, you're kidding. No. And I even went, oh, well, maybe, and I rinsed it, you know, and I sat there kind of crying in the shower and I looked down and it was there again. Oh, my God. Sorry, I missed that. What was there? His hair. Like, his hairs were in the shower. Oh, my gosh. Because I looked at his shampoo and kind of got overwhelmed with the feeling of, like, you know, his scrubby time. (laughs) And uh, and then, yeah, I think he did that. And I was like, I just want to let people know, like, to look for their animals because I think they can show up like that in neat ways. It's so true. They can. They really can. Uh, thank you so much, Theron, for calling in and give us, giving us the update. Thank you so much for your help, guys. I love the show, and um, I have all the people listening, and I'll talk to you soon, Laura. I'll do an appointment okay, with you. Great. You be well. Thanks for being a good doggy mommy. And keep doing your animal communication. Yes, don't give up. Yeah, that's amazing. That's really, really cool. Okay, so our next caller, uh, going right to it is uh, Joanne calling about Oliver, who is 10 months old. picture is on uh, Facebook as well. Um, so Oliver is a black lab and is not feeling well, throwing up, uh, coughing, nasal bleeding clots. Doesn't sound very good. So let's find out um, what's going on. Joanne, so Oliver is not feeling well. Yes. Hi, Laura. Hi, I. Hi. How are you doing? Uh, How are you doing, Laura? I'm doing good. So what's going on with Oliver? He's the younger one, right? Yeah, he's the younger one. So it started Friday night, and um, he started coughing and throwing up white foam. And then it progressed. Um, It got worse on Sunday, and he started having nasal bleeds. And at first it was not too bad, then it started getting worse on 
profuse bleeding, and then all these blobs were coming out. So you can imagine, it was really scary for me. Yeah. And he has eye discharge. Now the bleeding has stopped, but I just want to find out, you know, what if he's feeling better, or you know, what it might be, or it, you know, if we're on the right track. And also, he's you know not really eating too much of his food. So I just want to find out what's yeah, going so on. So have with you that. taken him to the? Have you taken him to the vet? Um, I have an appointment, and I've been working with a homeopath, um, so we have been giving him some remedies, um, and I do have an appointment for next Thursday because they didn't have anyone earlier, so um, I but just want to see. Yeah, so he has, let me just clarify, he's got um, like nasal bl- discharge, and it's like chunks of blood coming out? Yeah, it's like uh, it's two blobs of, you know, like thick um, mucus, bloody mucus coming out, but it's like thick blobs, and then now it's and stopped. No, it's stopped. And so, how long has it stopped for? Um, it stopped yesterday. Okay, okay. If it yes. starts back up, I think I would try and get him into the vet sooner. Okay, I'll try and see if they have an appointment earlier. Yeah, well, I mean, I would tell them exactly. Did you tell them what was happening? No, I, 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 you know, um, he's been really good throughout all this, and he eats sometimes, but sometimes he doesn't eat. But his stool and everything is normal. Yeah, and I'd be a little bit worried that maybe he snipped up a foxtail, or maybe he has something lodged up there. And um, uh, yeah, I would maybe call the vet too and just tell them what was happening, and maybe they might think it's important to get him in right away. Okay. Let's, let's, Let's talk to him and see what he says. Okay. Absolutely. Got him. And he's a a black lad. Yeah, he's only ten months. That's why I was mm-hmm. wearing. Yeah. So cute. <laughs> yeah, I have had a headache. He said that his left eye feels like it's been pushing. It was it his left eye that was bulged. His left. Uh, nostrils and his eyes really a little bit swollen so yeah that's correct it hurts a lot Mhm. he says it feels almost like something stuck up there something no. stuck up there yeah okay. it almost feels like a pebble or something I'm not saying it is a pebble but that's sort of like the feeling. If you imagine stuffing a pebble up your nose, that would be the okay. feeling that it like. He said that the medicine you gave him calmed him. Mm-hmm. But it didn't stop the pulsating pain feeling. Okay. So is he still having the pain? Yeah, it's still pushing on me. Okay. And I don't like that feeling. It feels like his actual his eye actually hurts too. Yeah, he, because he's having some discharge from them, so and it's a bit puffy on there. God, I think I would take him in soon. Okay. Okay. I think I would have him look up there and make sure it's nothing really serious. Okay. The reason why I say that it's not something that I hear often. You know? Yeah, it's yeah, it's not it's not a very um common type um situation. 
Yeah, I think I would call the vet and explain to them what's been happening and ask them if, if, you, if they feel like you should come in right away. Okay, and see if they have an emergency appointment or something. Yeah, because I'm sure they okay. do. They always use it in people. Okay. And is he, like, so that would cause him not to want to eat his food, too. Is that right? Because he's not eating too much. Yeah, because it's like it's actually there's a lot of pressure in his head. Like he has almost like a migraine, and it it um there's a lot of pressure behind his eye and behind his nose. Okay, I'm a little bit concerned about him. I think I would take him in. Okay, I will definitely call them right away and find out. And let us know what happens. I will. I'll post yeah. it on your Facebook. And I okay. just want to find out one more question. Is Taj getting it too or is he okay? That's that's also if I need to take Taj in too. Yeah, okay. No, I'm okay. Okay. I'm just nervous for him. But I'm okay. okay. I'm just nervous for him. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure it's just a cold. I think there's something else going on. Something else? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, let okay. us know. Go to the vet. I will. I okay. will give them a call right away. Thank okay. you. Take care. Okay, keep us posted. Be well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Poor that doesn't Oliver. sound good. I know, sweet Oliver. My body is well-balanced and healthy. My well, immune system is strong. Is that what he's... His, uh, no, that's his what health? I'm saying. Oh, that's what you're that's what oh, I'm I was saying like, that he should say to himself. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, did he just tell you that? <laughs> no, I was just thinking, well, whenever I say, um, oh, poor so-and-so, then I think, yeah. like, oh, gosh, I need to change that right away. Definitely. Because we shouldn't think of them as, like, being poor or being, you know, yeah. you know, anything negative about them. So we want to empower them. So I switched exactly. it, and I was thinking, you know, like, my body is well-balanced and healthy. My immune system is strong. So Oliver can say that to himself. That's really good. And you know what? That Your idea of that um, really affected me recently. I was driving by, like, a bunch of, um, like, one of those, uh, like, big farm. No, I don't know. I guess it's a farm with a bunch of cows, but in a really small space. Oh. And I was driving by, and I was like, oh, poor cows. And then I was like, no, I'm not going to say poor cows. I'm going to say, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I was, like, trying to empower them. And I was like, hey, cows, how are you doing? And I just was trying to be communicative and friendly and not think of, like, all the negative, sad stuff that, oh, you know, they have to live so through. good. Hi, that's so beautiful. I was trying my best. But my it's brain so does go to poor cows. But I'm trying I know. to you know what I, You know what I say to them, too, in situations like that? I tell them that there are so many people that are fighting for them. Yeah. That there are so many people that don't agree with the situations that they live in. And I also tell them, like, if they're outside, in their, like, in a pasture or something, I tell them if anything happens when you just get really, really scared, because I think of them going to slaughter, Mm-hmm. I'm like, just know that there's a heaven and just fly out of your body really fast. That's good. I, yeah, I you say can tell that. Them about heaven too, you know? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know quite what to say, so then I was like, well, if you're going to get eaten, 
Um, like I started like analyzing it and saying like, well, you're feeding people and thank you for the sacrifice. <laughs> They're like, wait, I mean, what? I'm feeding people? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what to say, but I was like, uh, and that's why I switched it to just having a nice conversation with them about. Oh, hello. that's so sweet. Well, that works too. Yeah. All right. Well, we have a very special guest today um, from Angel Haven Ranch, um, which is a horse rescue. And we have Monique with us. Hi, Monique. Hi. How are you? Great. Thank you so much for being on our show. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah. I read on your website that uh, you've you've rescued a lot of horses from human consumption, which kind of goes with what we were just talking about. But what, uh, what is horse meat used for? Uh, well, they use it for hamburgers, steaks, uh, all kinds of stuff. It kind of oh. makes you want to be a vegetarian. <laughs> wow. And how do you find the, the horses that need to be rescued? Um, a lot of them come from people who are dying, people from um, that have gone bankrupt. They're losing their homes. They've lost their homes. They've left them in backyards. They've turned them loose in the desert, um, just all over the place. I've got horses that are turned out loose in the desert and starving to death or people call me up and say you know i can't feed my horse i'm starving it i'm sorry i want to hand it to somebody but i don't want to go to jail and it's like i'm no questions asked turn it over to me just Mm -hmm. give me the horse and you know or there or i've had horses that have been just completely beaten and have welts and had to get completely retrained because they've just been beaten so badly wow Uh, but you know most of them most of them come from um, people that just can't afford them anymore and are in dire straits or people that, you know, need help and they can't take the horses or cross over to the other side with the horses. And uh, I get people that call me and say, I'm dying, I can't keep my horse, can you help me? And it's like, yeah, let me have it. And where are you guys located? We're in Little Rock, California. And all, are all your horses on your property? Yes. Okay, and um, tell us, how can our listeners help um, or find out more about adopting horses from Angel Haven Ranch? They can go to our website, which is uh, at www.wix.com forward slash Angel Haven Ranch forward slash A-H-R-R, or they can Google search Angel Haven Ranch, and we are on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're pretty much everywhere you can think of. So just if they Google search Angel Haven Ranch and Rescue, they'll find us. And what can they do to help? We can always use volunteers, donations. Um, We're fighting to keep our doors open right now because we haven't had a lot of donations or volunteers, and it's going to take us about $10,000 to keep it open just for the next eight months. And, uh, you know, we get horses all the time, and we try to place them into good homes wherever we can and rehab them. Um, a lot of the horses were ex-race horses. A lot of them have been, you know, just mutts, basically. Um, but most of my horses, I've rehomed them and rehabbed them and put them into homes with children and, and uh, you know, families that can't afford to go pay huge amounts of money for horses. So I don't charge a lot on my donations, but I do, you know, make sure that they go to somebody who's going to actually love them and, and put a lot of care and time into them. Right, that's awesome. And today we're going to be talking to Baby Joshua. Tell us a little bit of, uh, about Baby Joshua. Baby Joshua was found out in the desert. Um, he was starved. He was left tied to a Joshua tree and, and left to basically die out there. Um, 
he's a sweet little boy. He, uh, I don't know how old he is. That's what I'm kind of hoping to find out and trying to find out what breed he is. I've had a lot of people look at him, but I don't know what he is or how much bigger he's going to get or, you know, anything about him, really. I just know that he was out tied to a Joshua tree and starving to death. Um, and he was pretty beat up and battered when I got him. He was just a complete mess, dehydrated and malnutritioned and weak um, and just really destroyed. So I, I just want to know that, you know, more about him and where he came yeah. from and who did it to him. Yeah, so I can ask him all those those questions except for, like, when was he born and how old he is and what breed he is. There's uh-huh. Maybe, like, an actual psychic might be able to pick up those things, but as an animal communicator, they're uh-huh. kind of like children. If you think about it, we don't really necessarily know years passing by unless somebody right. tells us. Right. So, and the breed might be hard, too. And we can ask him if he knows, but he may not. Well, I'm hoping um, he can tell me at least something. Yeah, and um, but we can definitely ask him, like, who dumped him in the desert. And, I mean, his story is so touching. It's so amazing. that he was, Who actually found him? Uh, I have some people that help us out all the time, and they call me up and they say, can you come help us? We've got this horse tied up to the desert, and we don't know what to do with him. And there are kids that actually adopted a horse from me in the past, and they said, we, we don't know what to do. He's scared. He's, you know, help us. And mm-hmm. I said, okay. And, and uh, we went out there, and he was t- Uh-oh. Just really, really, really starved, and we ponied him back in and brought him into the ranch, and, uh, you know, I, I've been trying to nurse him back to health and get him healthy again. And okay, let's let's get him and see how he's doing. Baby okay. Joshua. Hold on. I want to say I feel really good. I feel much better than I did before. My legs have more strength. I feel like I can run and play a little bit. I'm even throwing my head around. Do you see that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he and actually also just I looked can... up here and he's, and he's tossing his head. <laughs> um, he says, I can see with my eye. Oh, and it's good. getting clearer and clearer. And I want to say thank you. They brought me out here to be mean. Because when I was little, I had somebody that loved me. And somebody stole me and tied me up out here to be mean. And it was so scary because I had to run behind a truck. I don't know if it's a truck or if it's like um, I think it's more like a four-wheeler. It was really scary when they left because it got really hot. And I believe my mom lives very far away. And I think she thinks I'm dead. That's interesting, huh? He feels like he was stolen. Yeah. But the story, you had the story out, right, about him? I did put a story out about him, and I, I put up, you know, stuff all over Facebook and the Internet and in my neighbor's yards to see if we could find out if anybody in the neighborhood knew of where this little guy came from. And yeah. uh, I just couldn't find anybody. Yeah, you'd think they would have seen. 
I'm doing better now. I want a good home. And I'm very trusting. It's hard to lean on my front end and lift my hind legs up. Do you see that? Yeah, he does. He does have trouble kicking. Oh. It's really hard. I'm stiff all in my hip and my neck. My neck is really stiff. I feel like I'm at least two years old because I remember a lot. They worked with me. Do you notice that that he was worked with before? Uh, I've been working with him a lot. Oh, but I mean, did you notice, did it seem like he knew things already? The only thing he seemed to know was to be um, led and the halter mm-hmm. and stuff. But I've been working with him, like, with used to, you know, having something on his back and getting used to moving around with stuff and just put weight or anything on him, but I just let him feel the stuff on him so he knows. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Um, what else should we ask him? Uh, is he happy? Is he is he like the girls that he hangs out with, or are they mean to him? <laughs> Wait, who is who mean to him? Did you say the the mayor? The other, the other horses, yeah. They sometimes get pushy with me. But I like them. It feels good to have them with me. There's one that pushes me away more. But I'm okay with it. You know who that is? Oh, yeah, that's Looney. (laughs) Yeah, she doesn't want anything to do with him. But I think he has a crush on another one. I'm not sure. One that's lighter than me that I like a lot. Do you know who that is? That would be Felicity. Is that the one you think he has a crush on? Yeah. <laughs> that's so cute. He's. Um, I turned him out in the pasture the other day, and I noticed him following her around, and they were playing together, and I was just like, hmm. They act like they got a crush on each other. <laughs> well, Monique, thank you so much for being on our show, and for all of our listeners, um, please do whatever you can to donate and help out Angel Haven Ranch. This is really important. There is a lot of horses yeah. that need your help, so anything that you can do. Again, tell us, Monique, uh, what the website is. Uh, you can Google search us at Angel Haven Ranch and Rescue, or you can find us at wix.com forward slash Angel Haven Ranch forward slash A-H-R-R. And you're on Facebook? And we're on Facebook, Great. and you can Twitter Twitter us too at Angel Haven R&R. Awesome. Thank you so much, and thanks for all your help and everything you do for the, for the animals. Thank you guys very much. Yes, thank, thank you. you. Have a great Thank you. So that's uh, Facebook.com slash Angel Haven Ranch, and their Twitter is Angel Haven R&R. So it's at Angel Haven R&R. Uh, do whatever you can to donate. This is really, really important because there's a lot of horses that need help, especially after 
um, the recession and everything that happened, you know, recently. So I know there's a lot of horses that need homes. Sweet baby Joshua. Baby Joshua. Uh, let's see here. We have, oh, another horse story. Um, Marianne lost her uh, Swedish warm blood horse. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce the name. I think it's Gavidai. Die? Day? Gavidai? 15-year-old um, died suddenly last week of colic. And um, Gavaday was 15.3 hands and was a bay. So um, let's find Marianne here just a moment. Let me find Marianne. Marianne? Hi, I'm here. Hi there. Um, so tell us about, how do you pronounce your horse's name? His name is Gavaday. Gavaday, okay. I just sent you a quick message with photos of him on Facebook. Oh, the only the only Facebook page I man is the Pet Psychic Radio page during the session. So <laughs> too hard to go searching through all the accounts. So, um, so okay. So, what would you? What, what do you want to ask of him? Like, how is he doing? And I, um, I was, I was at Arlington National Cemetery burying my father um, the same day that. Gava collect, and I could see him, and so I have been trying to reach him, but I I can't get any. I'm probably trying too hard, and I'm too heartbroken. Oh, but I'm trying oh. to get answers. I just want to know he's okay, and I want mm-hmm. to let him know how sorry I am that I couldn't be here, um, to help him. And, okay. Uh, I hope he's happy. Okay, let me get him. I don't even know if he knows what happened. Yeah, I pulled up his, I found his pictures. He's so handsome. Okay, let me me get him. Mom, I want to tell you I'm fine. I galloped all the way to heaven. And when I galloped, I didn't have a sore spot on me. And don't you worry, I saw your dad. He said, come to this beautiful pasture and sleep in this beautiful stall. And it's okay. And I'm so sorry that you couldn't be here. But you know what? It went pretty fast. You did. And I didn't have really bad pains. I just had kind of bad pains. I felt like people loved me, and I felt like I was taken care of. And you know, when I died, when I closed my eyes, I saw your face looking at me. And I saw you with all the happiness of our greatest days. And you were petting me, and you said, go run, and I ran all the way in the field. I galloped all the way to heaven. Oh, it's so sweet. Yeah. He, yeah. He's really um, animated. Was he like that in life? Yes. <laughs> That's neat. Yeah. He was full of full of life. And yeah. Always... Go ahead. I can feel him because he feels like he's got so much to say, you know? He's like, 
<laughs> he reminds me of like a little kid who can't say it all. He did. He had so much. If mom, I want you to know that I really enjoyed our time together. And I liked how gentle you were with me and how you let me figure out a lot of things myself. And how you let me choose where we got to go sometime. Did you? Yep. Yeah. Oh, it's so sweet. He's in a good place. Fifteen, huh? We think of that as being young, don't we, for horses? It's pretty young. Yeah. And how long has it been? It's been a week. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the longer he's there, the more you'll feel him, too. And also through your grief, it's kind of, it can be hard. And it can mm-hmm. also, like, when someone is grieving so much, it's hard to distinguish between, like, your grief and mourning the memory of him and a visit from him. Because sometimes they come and they place memories in your mind, and then they wrap yep. their spirits around you. And for some people can feel like this intense longing, like you all of a sudden you start to cry, but really it's a visit from him. So the so other I didn't thing, know that. Huh? I've been getting, I've been getting, he wakes, well, I guess, I don't know, I wake up every morning somewhere around between three and four and I just have intense, I mean, I just can't get him out of my mind. Oh, yeah, so that's him coming to greet you at three between the three and four. And I always tell animals, like when people are traveling or something, I tell the animals to get a hold of their people in the middle of the night and talk, try and talk to them because that's the time where, like, your unconscious is down and most easily um, they can most easily access it. So that he knows that's a time where he can wake you up and he can – you know, talk to you. So when you get that in the morning, know that that's him visiting you. And I thought that and, was just intense sadness, you know. Yeah, yeah, because it feels like that because they wrap their spirit around you, and so you do, you feel like they're right there, and then you realize they're not right there, and you know, in body, and then you get that that intense sadness. But if you think about him as him energetically being right there, it kind yep. of puts a different plan on it and you don't you're not as sad you're almost more amazed at how they can do that and how they can come and wake you up and be with you and the other thing that that I get the feeling about him too is that he just feels so good where he is which like how I said that he just like has so many things that he wants to say sometimes after a week they're still in like this resting period and they're they're they don't necessarily feel like that so also know that sometimes when he comes, he might feel younger than when he died. So he might not feel like a 15-year-old horse. He might feel like a 4-year-old horse when he comes to visit. Can you let him know that I really I really want him to be around? I really want to share. He was he was a big part of my life. Mom, it's going to be okay. I'm still here. If you ever need help, lift out your right hand and know that you're stroking me. I'm right here, right on that side of you. Aw. 
So picture him walking beside you. Okay. Aw. I'm sorry. It's so hard to not be with them when they go. So hard. I know. For the, for the longest time, I didn't let him into my heart because I was afraid he had had colic surgery, and I was afraid that he was going to, you know, I wouldn't have much time with him. So I was hesitant. And then this last year, about a year and a half ago, I just decided this is ridiculous, and he just, he just won me over, and so. <laughs> That's so good. Well, maybe there was a part of you that knew, you know. Maybe you were intuitive. Maybe there was a part of you that knew. Aw, but thank you for letting him in. Thank you, and for, th- thank you for sharing and helping me understand what was going on. Aw, you're welcome. Yeah, thanks yeah. for calling in. You guys be well. Thank you, Marianne. Sounds like uh, he's doing real good. Yeah, he's he does. Though. He's all happy. I know, way, I know. The way I saw him gallop mm-hmm. to heaven, too, is pretty neat. You know, they they travel to heaven in all different ways, you know. Like, I think I've mentioned before that one dog said he traveled to heaven in the smell of hamburger meat or <laughs> they can be let, led by their people or travel in a thunderbolt or or float like a helium balloon. I mean, there's, like, so many different ways, but he galloped. Yeah, I like that, galloped all the way to heaven. That's awesome. <laughs> um, also, I just want to mention to our listeners that um, we're, we're having, um, we're doing some live tweets from from uh, your, at uh, the Pet Psychic uh, Twitter account. So you can go on, um, if you haven't added Laura as your friend, it's uh, at the Pet Psychic, Right. That's correct? Yeah, the pet psychic. The pet psychic. I know, I get confused sometimes. Pet psychic, the pet psychic. So it's the at the pet psychic. So check Uh that out. Um, We're doing some live tweets from the show right now. Uh, And we have a cat who is our next caller named Kirby. He is eight years old, gray with white paws, belly and face, and tiger rings on the body. it's an update from a 2011 call. So we haven't talked to Kirby in a while. Let's find out uh, what's going on with Kirby. Angela? Hi. Hi. So the last time we talked to Kirby, uh, he wasn't feeling well. Correct? Well, he, he's he been having bouts of nausea. Mm. And um, the last time when we talked to Laura... She just nailed him and his personality. He's a lot of fun. and um, But recently, in the last year or so, he's been getting this nausea. And last summer, we spent several weeks in and out of the vet's office to no avail. And we were just hoping that Laura might be able to shed some light on that because she really just captured him during the last talk. Okay. Okay, let's get Kirby. Okay. Yeah, I have been feeling sick. It's every time I lower my head. When I lower my head down, I get dizzy. I don't know what it's from. I still feel like I can be active. And sometimes my heart beats faster. Have you had his heart checked? You know, we did when we were at the vet. Um, 
That's been several months ago, though. I wonder, it's interesting about how he said that when he puts down his head. So how do you notice his nausea? Is he, is he throwing up? He was, yes. And what kind of food do you have him on? He's on, um, it's, it's, um, Perina, um, the, the all grain or something like that, the naturals. Hmm. Do you know what, Angela? It could be the food. Perina, a long time ago, used to be thought of as a high-quality food, but now, unfortunately, it's junk food. It's like eating Snicker bars. So mm. what happens a lot of times is because there's so much sugar in it that they do actually get nauseous and sometimes throw up. So I would think really highly about um, about changing his food. And um, I love a food called Stella and Chewy's. It's like a freeze-dried raw food, and you add water to it. But... If you get any uh, high-end um, cat food that has no grain, you want to make sure it has no grain. And some of the foods okay. are like Halo is one, uh, Natural Balance is one. Um, what else? Uh, Prairie is another one. And um, I'll bet you'll see a big difference off the Perina. So the the one thing that sort of concerned me is that when he said that he when he lowers his head, and that almost makes me feel like he might need a chiropractic adjustment. Hmm. So because sometimes if they're out in their atlas, which is the spot that's like right below the base of the skull, that can affect digestion. It can affect the nervous system. So um, I would change his food. That would be number one and get him adjusted. Okay. He did. Um, there was a, two big dogs on the other side of the fence, and he was scared and he jumped. And I'm wondering if that's when that happened. And he, actually, even when he walks, it's like one of his back feet has a clicking sound. Oh, so that really? adjustment, yeah, I don't know. It's. I've tried to pinpoint it. It seems to be from his left hind leg by no, his let me foot. Ask him. Let me ask him. Yeah, so an adjustment would really help him. And that that might be why he's nauseous, but Perina is bad anyway. Okay. okay. Well, okay, well, let me get him. It's also my hip. Hmm. I actually think it's like his pelvis because it feels like his right and his left. I would get so what you can do is Google veterinary chiropractor and see if anyone okay. comes up in your area, or you can call like a holistic veterinarian, someone who who you can find as acupuncture, and call them and ask them if they know a veterinary chiropractor. Okay, so where, where are you located? We're in the Denver area. Oh, yeah, so there's got to be some someone there. I'm sure that there's somebody there. I don't know anyone off my tip of my head. but So thanks for calling in and let us know, Angela, how he does after you do those things. Okay, thank you so much. Thanks, Angela. Okay.
Oh. Whoa. Herbie. You hear some more. <laughs> wow. Um, okay, so let's see. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I'm trying to decide. We have eight minutes. Should we go to a call or should we go to to uh, Words of Wisdom? Up to you. you. I think? mean, maybe Seymora wants to do Words of Wisdom with her scream. Yeah. Okay, let's let's go to words of wisdom because I don't know if we're going to be able to take do a full call in like the last okay. few minutes, and I don't want to just cut some someone off. So sorry, whoever's calling, who, all the callers that are left. Because <laughs> Seymour has something to say. say, honey. What do you want to say for words of wisdom? I like a lot of food. That's not a words of wisdom. And it's important to serve variety. No. Why is that? Also, I want to tell you all something. I want to thank you for being so nice to me next week, or last week. I felt all of you sending me love. There were so many of you thinking about me. And I was thinking I'm in a crate. Going on a windy road. <laughs> get to my doctor, who made me sit on a little perch. <laughs> I don't know if this is a words of wisdom, but I'm enjoying it. She did she had to sit on a little perch that was on a scale so she would get weighed. <laughs> uh huh. What else? She's telling you more about what happened. She goes, and they wrapped me in a towel. <laughs> And they held me upside down. And they didn't care if I bit the towel. And she scraped all the food off of my beak. And now I have a really clean beak. (laughs) And after she took a poopy of mine, she said, you're so healthy. And I said, yeah, that's right, I'm healthy. And now I go outside during the day. And I get to hear bamboo trees. And all the birds outside love me. (laughs) They all come flying and say hi. I even know a squirrel. And the squirrel says hi. (laughs) I like this play-by-play. This is (laughs) Seymour's play-by-play. I don't know if you guys can hear her, but she's sort of whispering as we're talking. She's like making these little noises. (laughs) That was, was also funny was that my neighbor said that she was out the other day and the neighbor was like he was the the son was peering in the in the fence to see if he could see her. Yeah. And she says, How are you? How are you? Oh, yeah. that's so cute. So, Seymora, um, let me see if I have a question for you. How are you liking uh, your moving back to the house? Yes, Seymora, did you hear that? How do you like being back at the house? I feel really good about it. I have fresh water every day. And did you know I have a special perch? And my perch is nice on my nails. 
interesting. She does have this perch where it grinds her nails down when she holds it, but I didn't know she even knew that, that that was happening. Do you know what? I've got such a big cage that everybody says, wow, what a big cage. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Seymour, I love it. (laughs) <laughs> she's so funny she's so, she's funny. Really, she's so sweet um, well thank you Seymora for doing Words of Wisdom uh, for all of our <laughs> listeners if you're interested in learning how to better communicate with your animals and learn about animal communication you should sign up for Laura's online course on March 3rd um, it's going to be on learnitlive.com Laura tell us a little bit about the class yeah so um I have two classes actually on Learn It Live. There's one class that um, it's like an intro to animal communication, and you can um, log on and and watch that class. And then my next class on March 3rd is really like just questions you guys have about talking to animals or um, anything psychic. And what it's going to do is it's going to give me ideas on how to build more um, specialized classes. But it's like anything that you've ever been wondering about, like like how do I communicate with animals or how do I communicate with rescue animals or um, I'm having trouble in this area, you can ask all those questions on that Learn It Live class. And that's next Saturday. And what at, is Learn It Live? Like how does it work? You So you log in and you sign up yeah. and then what happens? Yeah. You lie and you sign up, and it's actually quite neat, and I'm just learning it myself. Mm-hmm. So um, there's, a, there's a video of me, and, mm-hmm. um, and then also, if you wanted, each student or participant can also have a video, and I can turn your videos on if you have a question. I could turn on your video or just your sound so that the whole class will hear. Um, oh, so it's sh- like live. So it is live. Yeah. It's, when you say it's, video, you mean like a webcam. Like a webcam, exactly. Okay. Yeah, cool. live. Yeah, it's really, it's actually really neat. There's so much to it, so I'm still learning it, but it's fun, and and uh, my old students had a good time. So That's awesome. It will so be, be a good class. It's going to be on, uh, you can get links on your website, right, on the PetSecure.com? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. On the PetSecure.com, awesome. you can get it on our Facebook page. Cool. That's like radio Facebook page, yeah. All right. Well, tune in next week here on the Pet Psychic Radio Show for more fun with us and animal communication. Until then, you can go to thepetpsychic.com for all that information about the classes and the radio show. And we have a new video about whales, whale watching. Oh, that's right. Our new video. Yeah. Check us out on our whale watching trip. And, uh, for more tips on animal uh, talking to animals and private consultations, so just go to thepetpsychic.com. You can like us on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash petpsychicradio. And we will see you all next week. Talk to the Bye animals. Bye, everyone. Talk to the animals. Talk to the animals. Talk to the animals.